1: Welcome to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler.
2: Welcome to Leadership Development News, hosted by Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Dr. Relly Nadler. I'm Allison Childs with the Center for Creative Leadership. Kathy and Rilly have helped thousands of people like you become better performers, managers, and leaders with their unique approaches to coaching. Dr. Riley Nadler is a master-level certified executive coach with the International Coaching Federation. A psychologist, corporate leadership, and team trainer, Dr. Nadler brings his expertise and in emotional intelligence to all his keynotes, consulting, coaching, and training. Dr. Nadler's Leaders Playbook provides hundreds of tools and strategies to develop star performers. For more information and free tools by Riley Nadler, go to www.truenorthleadership.com. New York Times bestselling author Kathy Greenberg wins hearts and minds around the world with her internationally acclaimed books on the new science of happiness, including What Happy Companies Know and What Happy Working Mothers Know. Kathy is available for a variety of consulting and coaching programs where you can learn to apply her unique happiness equals profit business formula. For more on Kathy's coaching, tools, consulting, and keynote speaking, go to www.h2cleadership.com or www.whathappyworkingmothersknow.com for free tips and downloads.
3: Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles, and Practices of Top Performers. This is Dr. Kathy Greenberg, and my co-host, Dr. Raleigh Nadler, is unfortunately not with us today, but he's here in spirit. And we are your leadership development coaches, and we've helped thousands of leaders and executives to perform in the top 10%. Today's show features Karen Steed Terry. Her book is Full-Time Woman, Part-Time Career, and we're going to talk to Karen about how she came up with this book, concepts in the book, and how they can help you perform at your best. For 12 years, Karen Steed Terry operated her own business in Austin, Texas. She built a successful training practice in the high-tech fields of GPS, which is, of course, you know, global positioning systems, which we all now have in our cars, and GIS, geographic information systems. She was the first woman to become um, what we call double certified as an instructor by Trimble Navigation and ESRI, the two leading manufacturers of both GPS and GIS, And she is consistently ranked as a top five instructor by the company she teaches for and is the author of Integrating GIS and the Global Positioning System. As a self-employed professional, many women and some men approach Karen wanting to learn how to start their own businesses. And almost all of the women, uh, and many of them new moms, sought a flexible or or part-time career they could cultivate while raising a family. Well, Karen would offer advice and informally coach them through the process of going out on their own and or starting a business. Well, this experience, combined with her collective knowledge, insight, and experience, led Karen to write her award-winning second book, Full-Time Woman, Part-Time Career, and I was very uh, lucky to meet Karen last year at the Governor's Conference for Women uh, in Texas, where she now lives. And she has officially formalized her coaching skills by becoming a certified life coach. And as a coach, Karen brings diverse life experiences along with wisdom and coaching tools to guide you, bring out your best, and ensure your success as she embarks with you on your own journey. She has taught a start-your-own part-time business workshop, and has developed an eight-point signature system to help women launch their own successful service-oriented businesses. So, without further ado, um, I just want to make sure that you know how to reach Relly and I if you need any information on our—I want to say either of our programs. And uh, Dr. Relly Nadler, as you know, is a master-level certified executive coach. He's a psychologist, a corporate leadership and team trainer. And Dr. Nadler brings his expertise and in emotional intelligence to all of his keynotes, consulting, coaching, and training. And Relly has a great book called Leader's Playbook, which provides hundreds of tools and strategies to develop star performers in your company, including yourself. And there will be a new version of that book coming out in 2011, so stay tuned for more. Um, as for myself... I am a a professional executive and certified coach as well, and I coach leading executives and entire companies on the applications of a proven strategy called Happiness Equals Profit, and I'm co-founder of the renowned executive consultancy H2C, which stands for Happy Companies, Healthy People, and an author of multiple bestsellers and Well, I I would love to say a much-in-demand conference speaker, but we'll just say a conference speaker for the purposes of getting through uh, our introductions and saying hello to everybody. And I want to make sure that everybody knows that, um, you know, when we talk about leadership, Relly and I want to bring you the best in current leadership topics, interviews with proven leaders, and provide evidence-based best practices to help you always develop not only yourself but those around you in your organization. And um, that also applies for us at home as well. And we know that leaders are the best part of any organization. They're the heart of the organization. But we also know that leaders can underperform, and as a result, so can those around them. So what we try to give you in each and every show is a little bit of something that you can do, something you can learn in each and every show that you can take away and apply almost instantly, and those include strategies for developing uh, well, developing yourself and managing your boss, but also managing yourself strategically, work-life balance practices to be your best. We love to talk about generation and gender differences that help us understand brain and neuroscience contributions to top performance, and we're going to talk a little bit about that today with Karen. And, um, you know, many more tips and tools, and as you know, Raleigh and I are big advocates of the science of leadership, and we know that you can increase performance by as much as 77% while increasing your life and professional satisfaction by as much as 50% with coaching. You can also increase leader effectiveness, and we know that because leaders have such influence over their team and they're the thermostat of the organization, we have tools that can help you move up the corporate ladder faster and create twice as much revenue than those in the organization who do not focus on the science of happiness or emotional intelligence. So when coaching is added to training, a person's productivity is enhanced by 88%, while training alone is only 22%. And these are so important for understanding the statistics and the science behind these micro-initiatives that we're going to talk about in today's show and in every show So for more information on Relly and his leadership tools, go to www.truenorthleadership.com. And for more information and coaching for uh, my organization, go to www.h2cleadership.com. And uh, without further ado, Karen, are you with us? Hi. Hi. Good to hear your voice. I just want to... Say hello and make sure that um, you're ready to begin. I just want to uh, mention to everyone that I have enjoyed your book, and um, when we met last year, uh, very serendipitous after a speaking engagement, uh, it was just such a uh, an honor and a privilege and and for you to share your insights. Um, with our audience today, uh, I'm, I'm just so excited, I don't know what to say. So let's get started and just hop right into these questions. And the first one I want to ask you, Karen, which is what we ask everybody, is who influenced you the most and, and have, have really been, I want to say, kind of guiding lights, beacons in your life and your career?
4: Well, first, I want to say thank you so much for having me on the show. I am really excited to be here, and I appreciate what you just said about my book, too, And to answer your question, um, from a personal perspective, I would say my dad, who has been in business successfully since 1973, and he has taught me a lot and given me very good advice, and in terms of my career, it seems that initially I caught the growth wave of a new technology, which would be the geographic information system or GIS, as you stated in your intro there, and from there, I have always found my way by meeting the needs of my clients. I'm very good at listening to clients and really hearing what they have to say, which has served me well through the years. And for many people, simply being fully heard and understood when they have something important on their mind that they want to talk about is the best gift that you can give them.
3: Wow, that's really meaningful. It's amazing, isn't it, when you think about how people have influenced you and the direction that you've taken in life? Yes, it it is. So tell us a little bit about what you do now and some of your background. I know that you started in business uh, as a GPS and a GIS trainer. Um, how How did
4: you get interested in where you are now? Well, it's an interesting story. I studied geography in college. And geography is more than just, what's the capital of Pennsylvania? (laughs) And by the way, if you say Philadelphia, you'd be wrong. So what most people don't realize is that geography is actually the study of many interrelated disciplines. There's some economics, geology, ecology, the environment, all along with people, places, and culture, and how they are all connected. So there is a discipline within geography that applies this concept, the interconnectivity to a computer system, and that's GIS, Geographic Information Systems. Now, GIS is a very powerful tool that pairs a map with a computer database so that users can visualize patterns and trends across a geographic area. And the first time I saw GIS in action in college, I immediately saw the potential that it had. And so since I started out, the use of GIS has grown dramatically, and as the technology caught on... My clients needed someone who could teach them how to use the software, so I responded to their needs and provided that service for them as a software instructor. And today, I am in transition between my GIS career and building my clientele as a women's business coach. And it may seem initially that these two careers may not be related, but there is actually a lot of overlap in skills between training and coaching. So when I was self-employed in Austin as a software instructor for 12 years, during this time I had many women and men approach me after teaching a class, as you said in your intro, and they wanted to know how to start their own business. And the women in particular wanted something flexible that they could do while raising a family, and this happened to me more and more often. So over time, my advice grew into a full-fledged book, and that became full-time woman, part-time career. And then as time went on, I would also counsel these women through their journey, and that led me to become a certified life coach. So now I have a unique blend of experience and the coaching skills, and I can help new or fairly new women entrepreneurs by teaching them exactly what it takes to start a business, how to attract clients, and how to make a great income in the process.
3: You know, it's so funny because I'm thinking about my own career as you're talking, and it's interesting how we, we get educated, we get degrees, we get certified, we we have a career, we are, we are. I think, by all means, successful. And then something strikes us at some point, and we make a minor correction or, or a change in the journey that takes all the skills and knowledge we've had, and we apply it in a new way, and people think, well, that's a disconnect, but there isn't. So, what I'd like to do is ask you a little bit about um, some of the topics you speak about. Uh, so, when we come back from our break, uh, we'll come right back to when you lecture today, Terry. What are some of the? Uh, not Terry, Karen. When when you lecture today, what are some of the topics you speak about that? that really um, combine those strengths and show the audience how you've integrated those things today. So don't go away. You're listening to Leadership Development News.
1: Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790, 866-472-5790, Voice America Business Network.
5: books and tools by dr nadler are available at his website www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066
1: when it comes to business you'll find the experts here voice america business network Listening to Leadership Development News Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll free at 1 866 472 5790. That number again is 1 866 472 5790. Now, let's get back to the show.
3: Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're enjoying a conversation with Karen Steve Terry, who is the author of a number of books, but her most recent book, Full-Time Woman, Part-Time Career, is very helpful for both men and women who are trying to cultivate a career while raising a family. And, uh, Karen, before we went to break, um, I asked you to talk about the topics you speak about to kind of demonstrate how you've integrated these, I want to say, kind of formal um, skills and knowledge that you have across a, a wide continuum as an educator in GPS and GIS, into coaching and education?
4: Well, it's funny what you said about skills that overlap. I have several topics that I speak about, and all of them also tie in neatly to my client's issues when I'm coaching them. So that's very true. Um, I have a talk um, on the nuts and bolts of starting your own business. Um, It's based on a chapter, a couple of chapters in my book, Full-Time Woman, Part-Time Career. And most women, when they start a business, they feel a little bit overwhelmed by everything they have to do in terms of go out and actually file the paperwork and select a business name and things like that. And we, um, the talk breaks it down into manageable steps. It also goes into some, some steps, some things you can do, some specifically some action items you can do to help uh, market yourself and um, sell your skills. And then the second talk is titled, Both Sides Now. Which is about the pros and cons of self employment. Some women are a little bit scared to walk away from a steady paycheck and just quit their job cold turkey. So I have found that this speech provides some clarity as to the advantages and the disadvantages of either starting a business or going out on your own. So that talk is very well received. I have a third talk called Boom. B-O-O-M, boom, which is a -a one-of-a-kind speech I have about the Oklahoma City bombing. And I was actually there on that day in 1995, and I saw the entire bombing kind of unfold before my eyes as I was on the highway driving, not knowing what I was witnessing, of course, at the time. And in that speech, I talk about, um, number one, recognizing and taking advantage of opportunities and two, what to do and how to handle things when something unexpected happens in your life, like the bombing. So I was there, and I could have just not done anything and said, oh, this is such a tragedy. But as it was, I went and had a GPS, global positioning system, with me and helped the um, emergency responders learn how to use it um, in their emergency response to that event. So I had no idea when I witness the bombing, how much it would impact my life, and I used the lessons in that talk to inspire and help others in their own life journey. And then finally, I have a talk titled The Balancing Act, which is a talk I give about work-life balance.
3: You know, it's funny how you take experiences in life and apply them to a wide range of, I, I want to say venues. And um, I'm just curious, when you do this program, what's the reaction? To the boom speech?
4: To any of the speeches? Well, as you might imagine, the boom speech gets the most reaction from people Mm -hmm. because I can describe what I saw witnessing the Oklahoma City bombing, and I don't have time to do that now, but um, people have told me they've gotten chills up and down their um, body and um, arms and, um, and then they realize that you don't have to sit there helplessly and be a passive viewer of events when they happen. There are, as I go through the talk, there are actually, they realize that there are actually things you can do to help and, and respond to these types of events that happen.
3: And I think that that's so apropos in being a coach and teaching people to be self empowered um, and to help formalize an approach to your own flexibility and your own, uh, I want to say, ongoing development process. You don't have to be a passive bystander. You can be very active, and so that experience, combined with their collective knowledge, can be very powerful.
4: That's true, and you don't have to feel helpless either. There is something you can do in response.
3: I like that. I like that a lot. So tell us a little bit about... The book, Full Time Woman, Part Time Career. How did that idea come to you, and what is the book about?
4: Well, as I mentioned, during my career as an instructor, I noticed that I was helping students more and more after class regarding some of the same issues. How to start their own business, in particular, that came up, how to market and sell themselves, um, how to build credibility if they didn't have a corporate position, which is one of the things that I talk about is losing your. Uh, in one of my talks, Losing Your Corporate Identity and uh, Going Out on Your Own, How Do You Compensate for That Loss of Corporate Identity? Um, And um, I realized that there was a market. There had to be a market for this type of book. So after that, I did some research. And Full-Time Woman, Part-Time Career is unique because it mixes a lot of straightforward advice with case studies of women who have gone out there on their own. So there are six case studies interspersed throughout the book of women who are solopreneurs and all of the women profiled were very generous when i interviewed them they offered their knowledge and their insight and as a result the book is chock full of their advice combined with my own as the author there's also a lot of tips and tricks and other details in the book for the readers and i'm very proud that my book uh, was the winner of an Axiom Business Book Award in the home-based business-slash-self-employment category. So I think all of it came together uh, in, in in that award.
3: Very nice. Very, very nice. And um, the I guess that the idea for the book is really based on your experiences with people. Can you give us an example?
4: Oh, sure. You mean of... Someone who's talked to me afterward or of a case study in the book?
3: A case study in the book, yeah.
4: Yes, there are six case studies in the book. Uh, There is one I'm thinking of in particular is a CPA. And if you can imagine a CPA who doesn't like uh, accounting, (laughs) and she had discovered this after she graduated from college with an accounting degree, and she tried her hand at several different jobs at different companies and different organizations. She worked in the public sector for a while. And she worked as a comptroller, an auditor, an accountant. And she didn't like any of those. And the last one she tried was apparently the absolute worst <laughs> that she uh, she just said, "I I made a mistake. I did not major in the right thing. I'm going to go be a graphic designer. And she spoke to her dad. And her dad was very successful. And he said... You need to pick something and stick with it. In other words, don't throw away your education. Your education is valuable. It costs money, and um, you, need, you can use that education to benefit other people. So today, she's still a CPA, and what she does is she uh, teaches seminars, financial and accounting seminars to different organizations she teaches budgeting, um, cost analysis, these type of topics to different companies, and she also does financial planning seminars uh, for individuals. So she's very successful. She has her own training business, and she's based out of Austin. And she, by staying in her career long term, she's built a lot of credibility, and she's proved to others that um, she can do it. So when you stay in a career long term, um, you are building credibility because you also become known for what you do and you make a name for yourself in the process.
3: I love it. I love it.
4: So tell me a little bit about
3: um, some of the tips that you learned and shared in the book.
4: Well, the last chapter in the book is a compilation of advice From all of the women that I interviewed as well as my own experience and the chapter is titled advice from those who've been there (laughs) and it's almost like you had your own personal mentor or coach to help you along the way people who've made mistakes people um, who wish they'd done things differently when they started out and they learned the hard way And um, it lists the top five priorities for a new business owner and what you should be doing and where you should be focusing your time. I think a lot of people get so overwhelmed that they just feel very scattered and go off in uh, a lot of different directions. And this is a a guide to keeping you focused. And then there's some advice in there uh, for going out on your own. Um, It can be scary to walk away from a steady paycheck, and that's one of the talks that I give about the pros and cons of self-employment. But the women who are in the book, they actually talk about how they manage that startup phase of their business, that aspect, um, in terms of saving enough money or getting enough clients to provide immediate income, all of their stories are combined into that last chapter, which um, gives for just an excellent overview and um, advice for women who are thinking of doing it.
3: When you you think about some of these uh, examples that you got in the book, Uh, I'm sure there were some resolutions, solutions, ideas that you'd never thought of. We're going to go to a quick break, Karen, and when we come back, I'd like you, if you could please, to share maybe um, a a few of these with our audience, um, you know, about life transitions or job changes or life balance or self, any of those we'd love for you to share with our audience. So we are going to take a quick break. This is Leadership Development News, so come right back. We're talking to Karen Steed Terry, author of Full-Time Woman, Part-Time Career. Take care.
6: And internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the happiness equals profits business formula. practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2Cleadership.com. That's H2Cleadership.com.
1: Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business.
3: We're having a delightful conversation with Karen D. Terry, and we're talking about a number of issues, Um, but one of the things that we went to break on, um, Karen, was some examples that you can share from tips that you learned uh, when you were, uh, I guess, kind of researching and writing about the book, um, things about maybe life transitions or job changes or life balance that may have really surprised you.
4: Yes. Yes. Well, life transitions can be scary depending on what you're going through, uh, either a new experience, life change, a new baby, or a job change. Uh, it can be scary to be laid off, for example, which kind of forces you into a job change unexpectedly sometimes. Or you can reframe your anxiety into excitement by looking forward to what comes next in your life. You can see it as a positive thing that you were laid off, and you can look forward to the next chapter, writing your own next chapter in your life. Um, so that was one thing. When I started out on my own in in training, um, it was a, a period of high anxiety for me personally because my husband and I had just bought a new home. And so uh, it, it, after you buy a home, it's not the best time to go out on your own and start a business when you need that income to pay your mortgage. But um, I read later that it is completely normal to experience some anxiety. And the anxiety can easily be transferred into excitement, so reframed and transferred into excitement. Um, and as it turns out, the startup process, the startup phase, was not as difficult as I anticipated and uh most people will tell you it can take 6 months to 2 years to get started in business which is true that's absolutely true but there are some things you can do to provide immediate income and put on some seminars and get your name out there and known and um it doesn't have to be as scary uh or as overwhelming as you might think i
3: i do think that there are a lot of people who when they hear something like that are a little surprised and um I know that you are now a coach, and as a coach myself, I'm also often surprised when people tell me that they make radical change in bulk. It's like, okay, it's not, it's not enough that you've bought a new house. Now you want to start a new business. So t- tell me a little bit about what kinds of um, coaching you do as a certified life coach and what kinds of issues
4: uh,
3: you and your clients usually run across.
4: Well, that's a good question and when I first started coaching because I am an older mom I have been and I have been there I started out specializing in women going through infertility treatment so there's a curveball for you but um, there's actually a huge demand in this area for coaches who have experienced firsthand and can empathize with the emotional ups and downs that go along with treatment There's just not many women out there who have gone through this personally who are coaches. So I still have clients, and I still do that kind of coaching from time to time. But now, as my coaching practice has grown, and because of my background and experience and the fact that I have had my own business, I have become more of a women's business coach. So today, I help new or fairly new women entrepreneurs Um, and I teach them exactly what it takes to get started in a business, how to attract clients, and then how to make a steady income and go ahead and leave their corporate position or their job, whatever it may be, and go ahead and leave that paycheck behind and and do it with grace and ease. And
3: with with grace and ease, I think that's a, a really powerful combination of words. You know, as a certified life coach, is there anything that you use in your practice That might help our audience while we are uh, having a chat about um, things that are easy and useful.
4: Uh, Well, I do think that being professional is very important in terms of your image and your credibility and how you carry yourself. And not many people, there's not much out there and not many people talk about being professional and what that actually means. But, in my book, I have a um, checklist on page one fourteen um, about what it takes to uh, be professional and, and what that means. In fact, there's a whole a chapter on that in my book and uh, I think that um, when you are self employed and you're out there representing yourself, that being professional is very, very important and in terms of building your career and building your image and building your business. Outstanding. So tell us
3: a little bit about what you tell your clients about starting a business that would be um, helpful to some of our listeners, male or female.
4: Okay. Um, Well, first, I would say that it's not as overwhelming as it may seem. I have had a lot of women who... They just they work part time and they may be in a really good situation working part time uh, where they are for someone else and the thought of leaving their job, either full time or part time, just seems overwhelming. So women want to work from home, but they don't know how to get started. They don't know how to start a business. They don't know how to go down and um, to the uh, their proper entity, their government entity, and file the paperwork required to start a business. So that's another thing that I specialize in is helping uh, women uh, teach them exactly what they need to do to get started. I talk them through the process of incorporating or deciding not to incorporate. Um, what supplies they need to buy, those are very basic things. And then the type of business they're actually going to start. Um, and these things may actually get overlooked during the process and the nervousness. Uh, and the overwhelm of starting a business. So I talk them through that, and that's one of the talks that I give, too, about the nuts and bolts, Um, and that's Chapter 2 in in the book Full-Time Woman, Part-Time Career. Another thing that I would say is that it's very important to have a clear vision for your company. You need a long-term game plan, and if you don't have a long-term vision for what you want to do, even if you're a solopreneur, You need to have a long-term vision for what you want to do or you won't last very long. Some leaders, some business owners are just reactive and they follow other people while others actually lead the way and have the vision to know where the market is going. And having that skill and vision may be rare, but it's very critical if you want to be in business, say, 10 years from now. You need to have a clear niche in the marketplace and know where you're going Um, you need to ask what is the biggest problem or pain that the market faces and then adapt your product or service to solve that problem. You also need to keep your ideas fresh. Uh, The world is not static. It changes constantly. And you absolutely cannot afford to get stale. So, Kathy, I know you've done a lot of research into emotional intelligence and the concept of, of keeping your emotions in check. And this is very important for a business owner uh, during the startup phase and during business negotiations and this is also a large part of being professional.
3: I want to go back to something you said uh, about a minute or so ago on the subject of uh, supplies and uh, getting yourself organized now you You talked a lot about you know women doing this, but um, I want to share some insight here i I seen many, many men who are taking the position that they want to work from home uh, for a lot of reasons, Uh, so I'm assuming that the, you know, the kinds of programs that you're talking about for starting a business apply to both, but let me ask you the bigger question, which is, how does one partner in a relationship convince the other partner that the investment is worthwhile?
4: That is an excellent question, and you absolutely must have the support of your spouse. So uh, if your spouse is not on board or doesn't share your vision, then it may not work out for you. The timing may not be right, i.e. you might have just bought a house, (laughs) or financially you're just not in a position to do it, because you have to look at it as the startup phase. You may not have income right away, and you're going to be going back to college, if you will, for a while. And so having the support of your spouse is just very, very, uh, crucial. And if one partner is not supportive of the, of the other, then that can do long-term damage to your marriage or relationship. And so uh, that's just very critical.
3: Now, what do you do if you're a man or a woman and you have a family, uh, and there's, you know, kids involved? How do you, teach them the boundaries that you need to be successful starting a business at home?
4: Well, that's part of the balancing act with the work-life balance and um, having your family around while you're starting a business. I have a couple of answers to that question. Um, When I first started doing the training out out of my house and I was doing the training, I didn't have any kids. So, I was free to travel literally all over the US and the world teaching these computer software classes, and I didn't have to worry about any of that. I was just focused on getting that mortgage paid every month, (laughs) and I had that luxury of not being able to, uh, not having children at home and being able to travel. But now, um, 10, 14 years later, I have two children, and so things are a little different. And um, you have to set some boundaries. Um, you need to work while your children are in school. And then, one uh, case study in particular that I'm thinking of in my book, she has actually set very strict and firm boundaries for her children when she's at home. And she has actually taught them, she has two small girls, and she has actually taught them that when the office doors close, don't bother me. Don't come in. Don't knock on the door. I'm working or I'm on the phone. And her husband has to uh, take over at those times, otherwise she won't get any work done. So you have to, it's up to you to set your own boundaries around the house to make that work for you.
3: Now, some of the things that you're talking about are are pretty um, reasonable, And uh, I'm sure there are people who are listening who have bigger obstacles. What I'd like to talk about when we come back from our break, which we're going to take in a second, is what is the biggest obstacle you found about starting a business that might help our listeners get started? So with that said, this is Leadership Development News. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back.
6: And internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the happiness equals profits business formula. practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at h2cleadership.com. That's h2cleadership.com.
1: The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network.
3: Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're talking uh, to our guest today about her book and some ideas she has about how to start businesses. We're talking to Karen Steed Terry, and um, one of her uh, one of her I, I want to say um, pr- uh, propositions in the book is that once we understand how we can get started in a business, there may be some, um, well, some bigger obstacles that we have to deal with that uh, we have to be aware of, and I've asked uh, Karen to think about those obstacles, and um, Karen, I think you're ready to give us some answers.
4: <laughs> well, I'd be happy to. For most women, the biggest obstacle, I think, and the overwhelm that comes with it is getting clients. Uh, women tend to worry, women and men, some men uh, more than others, but women tend to worry that they won't have any business if they go out on their own. In the years that I've been doing this, I've had only one client who said that she was an architect, and she said if she went out on her own, she was worried about having too much business because <laughs> apparently she was very well known in her field. And um, But every other client that I've talked to, their their single biggest worry is getting clients. And that's what I help women with the most. And women need to learn the basic strategies and techniques for client attraction. And that's why I've developed the signature system that I have that you mentioned in your introduction that helps clients, uh, my clients, get clients effortlessly. So that's one of the reasons that I put together these techniques because I saw that need out there in the marketplace.
3: So Karen, as you, as you thought about this system that you put together
4: was it based on anything
3: in particular that you could hear was repeating itself in the marketplace people asking you the same thing or looking for the same answers
4: Yes, for the same reasons that i wrote my book full-time woman part-time career i put together the signature system based on a lot of the same questions that were being asked over and over and it was how do I get clients, how do I set up a business, um, the nuts and bolts of setting up a business. I don't know what kinds of paperwork I need to file. I don't know where to go to file the paperwork. So these types of issues, how do I get clients, how do I sell myself, how do I sell my – my? how to market my skills and services, these were the types of issues that kept coming up repeatedly.
3: Now, in this um, signature system that you have, how does one get a hold of that? How do, we, how do we contact you to be able to use it?
4: Well, you can hire me as a coach. <laughs> and my website is www.fulltimewoman.com. And I actually, uh, now that you brought it up, I have a gift that I would like to offer your audience. Is that okay? Sure. I have been trained as a professional life and business coach. And I love helping women and I would like to offer a a gift to your listeners with a complimentary life coaching session. And how long is that session? That would be a 45-minute session, and you can just go to my website and click on Special Offer, www.fulltimewoman.com.
3: Wow, that's very generous of you. That's very, very generous of you. And how long will the special offer be available?
4: Well, it'll just be for your listeners, so uh, I'll probably make it available for a limited time after the uh, interview airs.
3: And that's why I'm—that's exactly why I'm asking. So it'll be at the website. So maybe it's the first five or the first ten or something like that. The first, pe- uh, the first five or ten people to sign up, something like that.
4: We can make it limited to ten people.
3: Okay. And that way, when you've hit the ten, those people who are listening to a. A recording of the show who've downloaded it as an mp3 will understand that if uh, unfortunately they're not listening to it for you know six months or so after the program that there is uh, a time limit on that okay great oh, okay. thank you no no worries i just didn't want people to think that you were going to let that sit out there for three years and anybody who calls would get a free session um so i wanted to be clear about that so um karen let me ask you have you, have you looked at some of the challenges that people face um, when they're maintaining a business long-term? Because a lot of um, solopreneurs, mompreneurs, entrepreneurs, uh, business executives go out on their own and they get um, a, a good kickstart because they have a client or two that they can start with. Um, but how do they maintain that business long-term?
4: Well, that goes back to what I said earlier about having a clear vision. And that can be hard to maintain because, as you are probably aware, if you do the same thing for a long period of time, uh, you can become uh, stagnated or burned out is another term for that. And so you have to, it's so important to keep it fresh. And the other thing is that I would say is that, Um, Now that I have a family, I'm in the same category as a lot of the women that I coach, Um, and it has become definitely more difficult to devote the marketing time to my business. And so I mentioned earlier when I was self-employed and not having any children, and I I was free to travel anywhere I wanted, anytime I wanted, and it worked quite well, but once you have children, that's not very doable. So what I need to do is literally take some of my own advice And not compare my progress now to other people in a way that isn't fair because they don't have children or they are single so they're able to do what I did before, which is travel, uh, and really build their business by focusing on it and being dedicated to it. And some of my moms, uh, my clients who are moms, they get stuck in that keep-up-with-the-Joneses mentality where they want to be, they think the next person down the line or their competitor or their friend is a lot further ahead than they are, and I need to be aware of that in my own situation. And uh, the, um, the other thing is to have the uh, work-life balance. Um, you know, if you have the luxury of having some time while your children are in school, take advantage of that time. And do your work then at that, at that time. And then enjoy your family when they come home because this, the time with your family is so precious. I once read an interview with um, Carol Bartz when she was CEO of Autodesk. And she said, it was about work-life balance, and she said, forget about balance. And I think it's so important to have balance in your life. You can't work all the time or have all family time all the time. If you have too much family time, while it's maybe enjoyable, but you also lose your professional edge. So I think that there's several challenges that women face in this area.
3: I would agree, and I think that it's really important for people to understand that life is not a competitive sport. (laughs) And, you know, we've made everything into a competitive sport, whether it's raising children uh, or, you know, creating a, a business. I mean, certainly competition is healthy, uh, but not everything needs to be a competition. So tell me some of the, um, just a couple of the the tips um, as a certified life coach that you find yourself giving out the most.
4: Well, just when I have a business strategy session with a client, we talk about that client's individual situation and where they are in the process, what they want to do. Uh, I mentioned I've worked with an architect and other women who want to build a service-oriented business or go out on their own. And we just talk through the process and find out where they're stuck and what's holding them back, and then uh, talk about what I have to offer in terms of helping build their business and using the signature system to help get them where they want to go. So that's um, really what um, what uh, I talk about in an initial strategy session with my clients. Got it, got it. Now, it, it, I find it very
3: interesting that... Um, you've chosen a fairly difficult um, subject to work on uh, starting a new business. Was, was there you know, any reason in particular except for your own personal experience? To start a coaching business? To, yeah, to start a coaching business to help people start a business.
4: Well, I think that I have a passion to do that because I have been self-employed and I know what it takes and I know what you need to do to to make to get there and to get clients and to get a successful business. And I ha, I still do teach in the GIS area. Um, I do that uh, part time, and I'm uh, so I, I still do my GIS career a little bit here and there. But as my coaching clientele has has grown, um, I uh, eventually probably will phase that out. And how long have you been a coach? Uh, a, a year. Oh, a year, okay. So um, when you it started... Officially. What's that? <laughs> uh, formally and officially one year. Gotcha. But okay. I was doing it before that for several years. But in a more unofficial capacity.
3: Correct. Yeah. And um, if you couldn't do what you do now, what would you do?
4: Well, that's a good question. Um, if the sky's the limit, something like uh, be a doctor So you like helping people and setting direction, no matter if it's global or local. Correct. Yeah. That's a good way to phrase that.
3: Yeah. Let me just uh, give everybody your website again. It's www.fulltimewomen.com. And um, if people want to reach you, uh, is there any other way that they can get in contact with you for their um, signature system?
4: Well, my email is karen at fulltimewoman.com, but we'll have the offer posted on the website. Okay, that sounds great. great. You're
3: very generous, Karen. Thank you for spending your time, for sharing your thoughts and ideas, and for creating such an innovative book. Thank you. I appreciate your having me on. You've been listening to Leadership Development News. Join us again next week for more guests and insights on profiles and practices to be your best.